everybody this is aj capasso here with talking with the source i'm here with my great friend and co-host jonathan keyword jk47 paranormal baby watch out watch out want to give a shout out <laughs> real quick to your um podcast man uh targeting with jk47 you want to check it out um he's doing cold cases where he's connecting with the spirits of these cold cases these victims and he's doing amazing work. I mean, the connection that he has is absolutely awesome. I'm proud of you, man, and uh, keep up the good work. I've done it without you, brother. You're, Thanks, you're my source. That's yeah, why we're talking though, with the source. Even though it was that <laughs> way. We're talking yeah. with the source. <laughs> there you go. Real quick, I want to shout out a great business in the Connecticut area. It's one of my great friend's sons. Um, his friend, his name is Michael. It's 203 Detailing. I just want to put it up on the screen real quick. His number is 203-707-7077. He does detailing and paint correction for cars. As you can see, some of the pictures of some of the before and after that he's done. He had, does great work. He's a young kid. He's got a lot on his plate. That's I'm so proud of this kid, um, the way that he grew up in his life and just the man he's becoming. I'm just super proud of him. So please Shout out uh, to the 203 detailing if you're in the area. 707-7077-203 is the area code. Um, but anyway, we have an awesome guest. Des, I want to say thank you so much for being on. Um, thank you. And um, for everyone else that's watching, we have an amazing guest. His name is Edward Keelhack. He is from Windy City Paranormal. I'm going to bring him forth right now. Ed, how oh, you doing? Hey. So tell us, Ed, you just told me in the back, how is the weather out there, brother? It's cold and rainy. I figured. Same way. Yeah. I got We got some sun today, but it's been cold and rainy here too, man, in Connecticut. So I feel it's hot it. as hell here, man. <laughs> yeah, we Plus, have closest to the yet. sun. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Chris. So, Ed, real quick, I want to ask you, what got you into the paranormal? It's normally the first question that I'll ask everybody is, what got you into the paranormal and what got you guys started into Windy City? Well, I started uh, having a paranormal uh, situation back in 1981. Oh. And prior to that, you know, I always, I mean, when I was a young boy, Somebody be telling a ghost story and stuff like that. Who doesn't like a good ghost story? But yeah, you know, right. You, you you think in the back of your head, is there any truth to any of this stuff? Yeah. You know. And in nineteen eighty one I got my answer. Not just once, but like four times. Wow. Oh, right. Yeah. So <laughs> then that started years and years of just looking to see if anybody else had similar uh, uh, situations and whatnot. And then I saw Ghost Hunters on cable TV. And that was it. You know, I joined a, a group. Little Jason Hawes. <laughs> yep. Yep. And uh, joined a, a, a group in DuPage County. And then that folded. And from that, we started Windy City Paranormal back in 2008. That is awesome. That is awesome. So tell me, explain, explain a little bit about the, um, you know, 1981 and, and the things that you, you know. Okay. I'll give you the short uh, version of this story. Okay. Uh, met a girl at a party. Her boyfriend just dropped her off at this party and went off somewhere else. She didn't know where she was. I made sure she got home. And we exchanged numbers that night, you know, and I figured she's not even going to remember me. Well, to, to make a long story short, went over there the next day because she called and uh, wasn't in the house more than 10 minutes. And it was just something's not right here. And, um, 
it was just getting more and more progressively uh, active. You know, like you know, uh, yeah, aggressive. You know, like I'm being watched. You know, it was really weird. And I, I brushed it off to being nervous or something like that. Yeah, of course. So months later, became very, very good friends with the family and everything. Well, anyways, so in talking to her, she said she had a younger brother. And I didn't know how much younger, but that he was younger, you know? Yeah. So I'm thinking, well, maybe he's hiding somewhere. And that's what I'm feeling, you know? Well, yeah. there was only one place to hide in this room. And it was a big walk-in closet. I opened up the door, and it felt like the temperature went down like 20 degrees as soon oh, as wow. I did that. And you ever uh, be in a dark room? I mean, so dark, you can't even see your hand in front of your face. Yeah, we call it Africa dark. Because <laughs> yeah. in Africa, when it's nighttime, it is pitch black. Yeah, but if somebody's standing right in front of you, you can kind of sense that they're there. That's yeah. what I was. That was. That's what I was feeling as soon as I opened the door. Yeah, I could see straight, straight through to the back of the closet. Wow. See, that's so yeah. wild. Now, have you had an experience like what I was going to say, which I thought you were going to say? was have you ever been in a dark room and seen a darker shadow in the room where you can't see your hand in front of your face? Have you ever seen that before too? No. I've, oh, I've, not, I've never seen that. That's freaky but, to see a shadow person like that. That's real freaky. So if you ever see that, definitely let me know. Yeah. Well, this story ends with a shadow figure. But anyways. Okay. Um, became very good friends with the family. Uh, was over there all the time. And uh, the second time we were uh, we were watching Doctor Who on Sunday <laughs> nights, <Yeah. laughs> and uh, I had never heard of Doctor Who, and they're like, really? "You're gonna love it!" Oh man, I grew up on so, Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> so we're watching, you know, and they had two dogs, Daisy and Bandit, and they ran. Uh, I mean, they were sleeping right at the floor. And, uh, by my feet, and the next thing I know, they're running towards the basement door, yelping and scratching and carrying on like there's an animal or something there. Wow. So, scared the living daylights out of me because when you think about it, you're sitting there, everything's quiet, and all of a sudden the dogs get up, start carrying on. Startled, startled me to death. Yeah. So, I get up off the couch to go see what's the matter, and as I'm walking towards them, I see them back up from the door. Their eyes were really wide with their ears are down, tail between their legs. And they ran past me and hid underneath the couch. So as they run by, you know, I'm watching them. As what in the world's going on here? And then uh, I looked over at the rest of the family and they're looking at each other like, should we tell them? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And sure enough, you know, after it was all over and everything like that, um, I sat down. I must have had this really dumbfounded look on my face because the father came over to me and he says, uh, pretty intense, huh? I said, yeah, what in the world was that? He goes, please don't think we're crazy, but the house is haunted. And my reaction to that was, get out of town. You yeah. know, no yeah. way. I'm, I'm a science. All right. I grew up a science guy. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. And I, I, I still am. But I was like, yeah, no, that wasn't even on my radar. You know? Yeah. Well, anyways, he, he went on and on and on about stories that had happened ever since they moved in. Yeah, and uh, they did research on the property, and there was a woman who lived there who hung herself in the walk-in closet. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, so now he had my attention. Some something about it, it just grabbed me right there. Yeah, and but I wasn't buying it. I was still very skeptical. 
So he goes, well, I'll tell you what. If you want, you can go ahead and spend a night in the basement. And at that point, I'm thinking, okay, they're playing a real big joke on me. I says, all right, guys, you got me. Come clean now. You know, he goes, no, 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 no. We'll spend it down there with you. So I says, all right, you got yourself a deal. Yeah. So it was like the next weekend or something. And I'm a very heavy sleeper, very heavy. Uh, and I not only woke up, but I was wide awake instantly. I looked over. They're all present and accounted yeah. for. They're asleep. And then I looked over towards the stairwell, and that's where I saw the shadow figure. Wow. Maybe two seconds, and it bolted up the stairwell. You never see a big guy like me get up off the floor so quick. Oh, <laughs> look, up, look up around the uh, stairwell. Nothing there. You know, it took all. Of the, it took all of that to convince me. Yeah, there's something to it. But you want to know what? And though? Uh, huh? I said, but you know what though is that I don't care how long you've been in this field. When you see something like that, you're going to get freaked out. Like, I don't care who you are. You know what I mean? Like, that is some scary stuff when you see a shadow person because you can't explain it. You know, it's something you, right. you can't explain. Yeah, we don't know exactly what they are or why or anything. Yeah. I remember when I saw my first apparition, man, I, I, I jetted right instead of towards it. I said, nope, not ready for this. Good night. <laughs> and I went yeah. right to bed, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it was it was startling, uh, and you never forget it. You never forget it. Yeah. Uh, for years and years and years, I'd be thinking about it, and you never forget it. It just doesn't go away. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Ed. Uh, you you started your uh, uh, paranormal team earlier in two thousand eight. So right. when you saw this in 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 nineteen eighties, do you think activity? was more active uh, in the 80s and, and 90s than it than it is right now? I, I, well, no, I wouldn't say it's more or less. Okay. Um, I would say, you know, it, it, it would be pretty consistent. The fact is, a lot of people have to understand that this stuff doesn't happen you don't see this stuff all the time. It's not no. co as commonplace as a lot of people would make you think. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I've been studying this or, or investigating this, like I said, since the 1980s. But um, how do you know it's been consistent? You know what I'm saying? Well, well, no, that's what I'm talking about because, because like uh, the equipment they used, as far as uh, the tape recorders, which had bigger, bigger magnets in them and stuff, and there's more EMF. Like that's the type of stuff that I, I, I think about nowadays. Is 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 in that quantum kind of realm? You know, it, is is there more electromagnetic field now that that draws them in? You know, because of all the cell phones and Wi-Fi, or is was it back then because it was older equipment and we had bigger speakers and that that's the type of stuff I I think about when I'm sitting on the couch, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, like I say, it could be, but from my perspective, no. I think okay. it's been pretty, you know, it yeah, you know, pretty consistent, huh? You know what? Yeah. I, I agree with what you're saying, and the reason why is because nowadays. The only reason why we're seeing so much activity is because nowadays everyone has a camera. Everyone yeah. is into now the paranormal all of a sudden. Where back that's, in the 80s, nobody was into it like it is now. I mean, you may be out of really power team, you know. So I totally get what you're saying. Now we're just seeing more of it because people are actually getting more into the field. So you're technically right. It probably has been consistent completely. But it's just a matter of now so many people are into it that we're seeing more and more evidence of it. Right. I agree. Yeah. More, more eyes on scene, more, more unexplained things to answer questions to, but, and, and, you know, there's those jerks that are out there that, that just want to get famous, you know? And so they'll fake the crap and it just 
makes a stain yeah, for we, the people that really want to investigate it. Yeah, we've been talked to at least a couple times about having our own to- a show. And the deal killer was the only way I would do it is if uh, I decide what's evidence. Yeah. I don't want them saying, oh, because of ratings, you got to say these dust particles are orbs. Yeah. No. I want to decide because I don't want anything doing anything to destroy our reputation. Exactly. Exactly. And that's one of the biggest main things is to the reputation of this field. And that's why when people get into the faking situation, the minute you get caught doing something like that, your reputation's out the window. You're done. You're yeah, done. It's gone. It's You're done. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's not right that people even do it. But one thing I want to get on is I want to get more towards Windy City Paranormal. I want to check out this video evidence for all our viewers right now. Um, so explain the video before we bring it up real quick, a little bit about it, if you want to. Okay. Uh, it was my actually my first investigation that I handled from the ground up. I knew the client. They came to me. I did the pre-investigation, had to fill out all the forms, all that stuff, assembled the team, and then scheduled the actual investigation. So we went out there the first night. We didn't get nothing. There was nothing going on. No. Yeah. But I, uh, in the notes that I take during the pre-investigation, it was mostly affecting the females of the family. Mm. Um, and so I didn't have any females on the group that night, that first night we went in. Yeah. So the second night, I had a female member of the group uh, be involved. And then that's when we got this video that night. Okay. It was the second night we went in. Right. And see, that's consistent with me, dude. Every Every investigation that I did at a person's house, the second night was always the most active. You know, and it just didn't make sense to me. I, I think that first night they're kind of getting your intentions and stuff. If you're there in good intent, then they're gonna they're gonna give you a, a fabulous second night. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. All right. You ready to watch this? Yeah, let's watch let's it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, guys. Uh, just to let you know, uh, turn up your volume if you got headphones. Put them in in case there's any evidence. It's only uh, about three minutes long, so uh, hang in there and check it out. Okay, here we go. Is it playing, John? Yeah, I don't hear anything. Yeah, I don't hear anything. Hey, John, we can't hear the volume of your screen. John. This is what happens when connections problems come around. Yeah. Anyway, what I'm going to have him do, I'm going to have him No, listen, don't worry about it. Listen, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to have, did you have your volume on? Yeah, it says no sound. The, the, it's yeah. not muted. I can't even get it on. Here it is. Hold on. All right. Ready? Go. Try it again. Here it's messing with us. Now there's the female right there. It's the second one she's entering the room. And the camera follows her. Now, what was interesting about this film, first of all, everyone there in that picture is well over arm's length away from the camera, so they didn't hit it. All the cords and everything are taped yeah, so down. So the to camera the shifted. Yeah. Okay, let me go back. Let me see if we can. Oh, I can see it moving. And so it's on a tripod right there. Yes, locked on a tripod. Or is it... 
Okay. So watch this, guys. You'll see the camera shift. As soon as she enters the room. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah, so now what's interesting about that is, like I say, it follows the female. And there was no way we what couldn't have that? that we What's that? Yeah, John, listen, you can't no, hear No, I, I, I didn't miss it. I know, you can't hear us, though, when that's playing. So just hold on one sec. Let him talk what he's saying. Ed, go ahead. Say yeah. what you're saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. Uh that's when we started having, uh, uh, you know, that's the only phys uh, video evidence we have of anything going on in that night. But uh, that's when the whole investigation became more active, when she became involved. Wow. And yeah, so it was, it was playful. There wasn't anything malevolent or anything like that. And uh, there was a small boy, I guess, that had died next door to that residence and uh, that's what we thought uh, it was you know that was what was causing the activity was the spirit of a small boy wow that's crazy you would never have thought that neither you know yeah that's wild hey john um since we can't hear the sound on our end when you play it um let's switch yeah. real quick to to the uh pictures oh yeah, yeah. Uh, let me get rid of this here yeah yeah, I'll take it off screen so you can get it ready. Um, anyway, Ed, I wanted to ask you, so for these pictures that are coming out, are these for the same investigation or are these something different? All different investigations. Okay, so we're going to bring up the first video right now. I'm going to put it on the screen. This is the first uh, picture, I mean. Tell okay. us about the first picture here. Okay, yes. That is South Elgin, Illinois. Uh, and... Um, the anomaly is in the lower left-hand corner of that window above the sink. So right so here? Yeah, there you go. Zoom in on it. Zoom in on it? Yeah. Hopefully you'll be able to, yeah. See it? You start oh, yeah. Zoom in a little bit more, you'll see it even more. There you it's go. like a mean face. Yep. We have not been able to debunk this picture yet. Now, this is obviously taken with a full-spectrum camera. That's the reason why yep. it's purple. So tell me, um, what were you sensing in this house? I, well, I didn't take the picture. I was leading the investigation. At this time this picture was taken, I was actually monitoring our infrared cameras. Okay. But he said, I got something here. He immediately showed me this picture on his digital screen on his camera. Yeah. So I immediately went into the kitchen to look at the window to see if, uh, you know, it was something on the window, like matrixing. Yeah. You know, uh, the oil from your hands, you know, it collects. Center. No, it was perfectly clean. Yeah. And I looked outside and there was no footprints in the snow. <laughs> yeah. So what is it? You know, yeah, yeah, that, that's pretty defined. Like the eyes are evenly spaced. You know, yeah, it, 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 it's definitely an in interesting capture. Yeah. Now I gotta play devil's advocate with you real quick, Ed, because me sure. personally, I'm not a big believer with pictures. For some reason, I've never been the picture type of person. I do believe that obviously you caught an anomaly. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. Obviously, something in the full spectrum. You know. Uh, full spectrum area and of, of the camera obviously have caught something so that's this is pretty awesome to see man so thank you for sharing this go john go to the next one yeah let me zoom out here well i know you were impressed with your picture at old montana state <laughs> yeah i was and that that one i mean it's shocking like okay now i talk a lot about this one okay now we i use this we, we we've debunked this picture uh, but I use this uh, how some as an example of how sometimes 
you can get a really interesting picture and it turns out to be nothing. <laughs> okay. Now, if you look at this picture again, this is full spectrum. This was a different investigation. Um, it looks like a face right in the foreground of the picture. You have the forehead, then you go down the bridge of the nose and the two eye sockets. Yeah, it'd be a big face. face. Yeah, it would be a big face if that was, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, but we debunked this. This is the full spectrum equivalent to lens flash. Okay, now one question. Misty just asked, if you could pull that up real quick, John. Misty asked, can you get a reflection with a full spectrum camera? If you want to answer yes. that question. Yes, you can. You can. No. And as a matter of fact, you can see in this picture an example of it. Way back by the sink. Yeah. You see that real bright spot? That's where it's reflecting back. Hmm. I see what you mean. Yep. I see. So right we had to, yeah. So we had to throw it out. But I used it as an example on how you got to be real careful with this. Because if you don't, you could throw something out there. Like I say, it looks interesting, but it's been debunked. Yep. And that's great that you shared that with us because yeah, a lot of man. people just show the evidence part. They don't show a debunked piece of evidence. And it's good that you showed that. But you know what? I want to play devil's advocate with you and say, if this was debunked like this, okay, and this was a lens flash, according to what Missy said, can you get a, you know, a reflection with full spectrum, which obviously you can. But the question is, what, what, what makes you feel that the first picture we saw wasn't a reflection? What makes you feel that way? Oh, okay. Uh, when you see a reflection, you see a bright spot, right? Exactly, yes. You didn't see that in the other picture? No, you did not. But do you think the That's picture could be matrixing at all? Do you think that the camera could be matrixing, like the picture itself? If the picture? It, well, like I said, if it is you'd be able to see the source of that matrixing. When I went over to the window, it was perfectly clean. I mean, there wasn't, you know, there wasn't an ounce of uh, dirt on it. So what was causing that? Yeah. If you don't have the source of the matrixing, there's no matrixing. No, understandable, yeah. And, you know, it's funny, Misty just said, never thought of the sink. I never used photos where there are any windows involved, but now I've learned a sink can cause that as well. Interesting. And, you know, thank, like I said, thank you for sharing that with us. It was great to, um, you know, see this piece of debunked evidence because, like I said, we don't get to see a lot of debunked stuff. We get to see a lot of evidence. So I appreciate right. you sharing this. And I totally well, agree with that, you. I mean, I learned something too, dude. I never thought about it. But if you think about all the chrome that's in a kitchen, you know, with uh, uh, towel holders and, and – uh, oven handles and stuff it, it makes sense and and now i know you know that that could so i want to look at some of my pictures again to see if right. you know there's chrome in the background yeah yep that's why see for me it's so hard as a because i'm I, I do photography i do video and it's very hard for me to really take pictures at face value and say oh my god this is a paranormal experience or a, a, something that you caught on camera just because of all the in, you know things that i know that can go wrong with a picture and a camera and all that type of stuff being a photographer but i mean i tell you what to see the two differences though it's awesome because a lot of people would have thought this was something running in front of your camera that's what right. i would have thought my first that's experience. exactly what i thought when i saw it too yeah and but we you know we don't want to sit there and throw out anything as evidence. And then we, you know, once we throw it out there, that's it. We don't look at it. We don't keep trying to, you know, uh, you know, use critical thinking and everything against it. Most people, when they throw stuff out there, that's it. Yeah. I feel it. else to yeah. debunk it or whatever. No, we keep trying to debunk it. Yeah. I was looking at other pictures that we took on this investigation and i noticed it happening on the other pictures too it's just a certain so you want me to go to the other ones that no no the, if you want to switch to that yeah we can talk about that that's fine okay that's um, it yeah okay now this is an interesting picture this is the latest one we took this was about a year ago and this was on my patrol route. Uh, I do security for a living. 
and we have a mobile patrol. We go from building to building to check things out. This picture was taken on that route. Wow. Uh, this picture was taken in the Fulton Market area of Chicago. Yeah. Of a uh, in a group of buildings that no longer exist. They tore them down. But as you can see in the back hallway there. Yeah, I can see there's a wall or a door. There's a solid thing behind this yeah. white thing. Yeah. And you can see the Shadow depth. Yeah. Shadow figure standing at the back of that hallway. Yeah, so that's you... crazy. That's a wild yeah. picture. Now, wait. Now, go to the black. Now, this is a... Um... This is the same picture yep. that I turned into a negative yep. in order to establish that this thing has mass. Wow. And there you see. Yeah. Go ahead. Now, if, if it didn't have mass, if there wasn't anything there, you wouldn't see that. It would disappear. Yep. Yeah, because you can see on this wall that the shadow, on the shadow of your flashlight is a different color than this this deeper black. Correct. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, a pretty crazy catch. Yeah. And a lot of this you gotta just be at the right place at the right time. Because it doesn't happen on command, you know? No. Right. It right. doesn't. Yeah, you know, it just happens whenever the conditions are right. Yeah. So yeah, so that's the latest picture we got. Wow. That yeah, I awesome. trust my gut, man. If if something's telling me, hey, let's do an EVP session right now, and, and then surprisingly enough, that's when I get an EVP or, you know, the same right. with uh, my Polaroid camera. I use a Polaroid, and I'll, I'll get yeah. some crazy stuff too. Right. Now, see, go so back on to the one. Sorry, not to interrupt you, Ed. Hold on one sec. Go back to the one that's a regular photo, John, of it. Yeah. yeah. And then zoom in for me. Okay. See now, just in this picture alone, like that right there, like I you would see a leg. leg. Yes, I would say that I, that yeah, that I see a leg there, definitely one hundred percent. But now my question is, the flashlight and the brightest spot of the flashlight is hitting that. What is that in that room there? Is that an open door? What is that a door? Because it's a, yeah, it's here. an open it's an open door with a walkway that goes back. Okay. Now, do you think that it could be shining? through and making it into that hallway make it look like that mask do you think no because that, that's that's stone that's not really reflective okay okay that's, okay see i didn't know yeah, it was like yeah, concrete yeah. like concrete wall yeah bricks okay you know, like bricks yeah okay makes sense now now go to the now go to the negative john for me that makes a lot of sense now so now I understand what you're talking about. See, now that's really weird because that's not the size of a, what a doorway would be, to be honest. I mean, that's a little hole, like, compared to what the rest of it is. So you're right. That black mass has to be something. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's paranormal, obviously. I mean, I can't right. say that because my I don't I wasn't there. But obviously you were there. You witnessed it and how you felt and wit what you witnessed. Obviously, you know better than me, too. So. Right. It's just something that. You know, like you say, uh, you snapping pictures, you know, at random, and you catch something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sometimes it's just as happenstance as that. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, I caught something. <laughs> That's a great. <laughs> but, that is an yeah, awesome. I mean, yeah. I've been doing. The, I've been looking into the paranormal since, like I say, nineteen eighty one. That that's a long time. That's over forty years. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we've got what three solid pieces of evidence. So three pieces of evidence in 40 years, the paranormal is rare. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah, it's rare. Uh, now there's lots of things that happen that people think are paranormal and it's not. So yeah, you know, it's weird. It's weird how it is that spread out and how rare it truly is, especially like like cases like you would hear about, like the, you know, Indiana case where Zach Baggins in the haunted, you know, that hell house yeah. type thing with that case with the, uh, the, I forget the name of the people that live there, but that whole thing that happened. I mean, you don't hear anything like that 
ever. It's very random to hear stuff like that. And, and you know what? To, for you to admit that over 40 years, you've gotten only this much evidence, you know, is a test to your respectability of this field because you could come out and say, I've gotten 500,000 pieces of evidence in 40 years. But instead, you just came out and said, no, listen, out of 40 plus years, I got three pieces of evidence that I can say that I know is paranormal or that is a paranormal experience that I had. And I think that that's awesome because that shows to your respectability. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Because that's really, really, when you get down to it, all you have is your reputation. Yeah. And I don't want to do anything that would harm the reputation of the group that's been built up for so long, you know? Yeah. You don't want it to come, you know, a, a, a house of cards. Yeah. Chris Bender right. over here trying to start stuff. You see that? <laughs> oh, God damn, man. Don't so up, man. Don't mess up bringing up Zach Bacon's to you and stuff. See? Oh, man. Fuck him, man. But anyway, so, Ed, what's your, what's your opinion on these TV shows that are out now, especially, like, Ghost Adventures and all this stuff? What What's your opinion on it, being in this for 40-something years? Well, you know, each one, I like each one. Yeah. For a different reason, though. Okay. There are paranormal shows that actually try to show you the paranormal. Mm -hmm. Then there are other paranormal shows that are just there for uh, entertainment. Yeah. And they, they focus more on the entertainment part of it than the paranormal part of it. I like them all. That's good. Uh, I mean, I'm, yeah. I, I'm a fan, too. I'm, I'm a fan, too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love a great ghost story. I love a great investigation and watching someone investigate. I've wa I've loved watching Ghost Avengers for over 20 years now. It's been awesome to see 20-something seasons with them um, coming up to 30. It's going to be a great thing to watch and see for a team that started off the way they did. Um, but right. there's a lot of great shows, like you said, and, I, and I, I do agree with that. And, you know, but like you said, there's a lot that's entertainment out there now. And, you know, that's the one thing that sucks for us in the field because it's not all fun and games and we don't always get evidence like you just showed. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. It, you, you brought up an interesting point earlier. You know, uh, you know, I've, I've seen lots of people who shall be nameless say, oh, I've been on thousands and thousands and thousands of cases. Uh, is that what are you like 900 years old? Because it takes a long time to yeah. do a case, you know. Yeah. Uh, you've got the interviews prior to doing the investigation. Then you got all the evidence review and everything like that. And then if you have, let's say, a five-hour investigation, you got five hours of real-time audio and video to go through. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, to do it. To do one investigation is at least minimum one week of evidence review. Yeah. If you do it right, yeah. Yeah, if you do it right. So people, you know, they say, oh, I've been on thousands and thousands of uh, investigations. So it's like, come on, man, give me a break. There's no way. You just, yeah. you're, you're not old enough to be doing thousands of investigations if you did it properly. Yeah. So Ed, what what is your go-to tool that you you like to use? Obviously, the camera is one that you like to to use. What other equipment is your fave? Oh, I like um, I like I like the digital audio recorders. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, really, in terms to uh, you know evidence, if you look at frequency uh, of evidence obtained. Audio is going to be at the top of the list. Mm. You get more EVPs than you do pictures or videos or any type of video evidence. And so, now, I was going to ask you, why do you think that is? That's a good question, and I don't have an answer. Mm. Uh, that's one of the things that we're trying to answer. You know, I mean, yeah. 500 years ago, we didn't know what comets were. Yeah. But because... People got got in there and tried to, um, you know, investigate, find out what these things are. Now we know have a better understanding today than we did back then. It's the same thing with this. We we just don't know yet. Yeah, 
No, absolutely. I mean, it's funny because me and John, we do a lot of spirit communication work and we do a lot of it at our own home. And in our own home, we do it and we connect with a lot of spirits that like Johnny connects with cold case victims and has been able to help families out with it um, using spirit boxes and stuff like that. And it's weird because we have more communication like that in audio wise than we do visual wise, which is so crazy how you just brought up that point. And it's just like it doesn't make any sense. It truly doesn't. But maybe it's easier for them. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, because what are we dealing with when we're dealing with, you know, let's say a manifestation or something that we think isn't, you know, a spirit or a ghost or anything. We're dealing with energy. Yes. That's all. So, you know, I mean, energy appears, energy disappears, whatever. Uh, And that's what's going on here. You know, you... uh, yeah. People, that's one, that's one thing that we're leaning towards right now. Because you know, what, what is a ghost? You know, that's that's a valid question. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is a ghost? What can it be? You know, so you start theorizing and testing that. It's energy. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's that, that's, that's that's what we're leaning towards. It's not something else. It's just energy. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're totally right. And that's and I've been saying this for a long time. Like. It's 100% that, and I've gotten it through spirit boxes a thousand times. They've, they've said it. And, you know, it's it's crazy because we really don't think about each cell that we have in our body gives off zero or point zero zero seven of a volt. Each cell gives off that. We have how many trillions of cells? So we're like a walking nuclear power plant. When we die, that energy just doesn't just dissipate. That energy goes somewhere because as we know through science, energy can't be created nor destroyed or whatever, however they say, you can't be destroyed or whatever. And it's like, you know, it tells you straight off that like we have to go somewhere. This inside of us, this energy has to go somewhere. But where it goes, do we know? No, we don't. You know, so we're, we're trying to find out. Right, exactly. It's it's and it's going to take, depending on how much the the technology progresses and, and grows, who knows? Maybe we can get a major answer in my lifetime, but certainly my lifetime or my kids' kids. By then, we'll as the technology increases, we'll yeah. get more answers. So what does uh, the future hold for Windy City, Windy City Paranormal? Okay, well, right now um, we're streamlining all our processes uh, in terms of how we conduct an investigation. We used to lug around this big eight-camera DVR system. Yeah, That's a lot of yeah. work. Yeah. yeah, just the wires alone weigh a ton, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm trying to streamline it to like a body cam mm. uh, situation, like the policeman you uh, wear. Yeah, with the body cams. Yeah, and that way you have video and audio on the same file, one unit. That's it. Yeah. Just no, my uh, a buddy of mine. Uh, he he does uh, Wantley's world. Uh, that's what he wears on investigations. He's just got it right there. He's got a lot of amazing captures just off of that body cam. I think he said he spent like 150, 200 bucks on it. So, yeah, 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 there, yeah, like 150 to 200, like you said. Yeah, and uh, we have one at my at my office that we used on patrol, and now it's just sitting in the desk. You know, I'm going to talk to my boss see if he'll let me buy it, but. Uh, they have infrared capability, okay? And I, I was uh, going to look into whether they can be uh, customized for full spectrum. Mm. There you go. Nice, Chris. That would be cool. If you could get a full spectrum body cam, that would yeah. be cool. Yeah. I yeah, love that. I'm sure you can manipulate it too and, and turn it into full spectrum, just like you can with the digital cameras, you know? Right. Right. Exactly. So I go to people who are a little bit more learned in that than I am. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. Uh, right now I, I have a hat that has a grow 
GoPro mount that I use. I'll mount the GoPro on my hat. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, use a little creativity on how you're going to carry these capture devices. And uh, who knows, man? You know, a lot of good things happen when you do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I know you said that uh, COVID has kind of messed up a lot of things for you guys, you know, going out. It's yeah. been a couple of years now and, uh, you know, it's been stupid how this whole thing has stopped everything. Um, it does suck. Yeah. But tell me, um, do you have any plans in the near future of getting back out there and uh, starting up again? Like, what's the time frame? What are we looking at? Uh, uh, certainly within the next year. Nice. I want to try and start being, uh, you know, more and more active. I mean, at our height before COVID hit, man, we were, we literally were doing two investigations a month at least. Wow. And our bread and butter has always been the home residents. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know uh, and like I say, we had, uh, uh, paranormal societies, on Twitter, yeah, that used to give us a lot of our cases because people would say, "Yeah, I, I need somebody to come in and do one," and then they would feed us our lead, and yeah. I would con, yeah. So that's down. So now it's just okay. What can we do if we know somebody who happens to mention it that could start it? You know, yeah. But without, you know, that's why within the next year I want to get the website back up. So people can contact us directly. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, hopefully paranormal societies will get back up and running too. But they haven't been, they have not uh, made an announcement or anything like that on any cases since July of 2020, 2021. Okay. So that's well, right about the start of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, COVID's messed up a lot of things. Well, I'm glad that you guys should be getting back out there. Um, you know, even myself, I want to get back out there too and uh, start doing a lot more things in the field. But it's so hard because trying to run a podcast and try to work and try to do everything, it, it becomes a lot. So, um, you know, having this as a, uh, you know, part-time thing for me now, again, is nice to uh, be able to go out and not have to deal with, you know, all this COVID stuff, you know. Right. Well, not only that. Most people have been stuck in their houses for a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so that forces them to figure it out. And it's like, oh, that's nothing I need to be worried about. You know, overactive imagination, whatever. Yeah, definitely. 80, yeah, 85% of everything we've investigated turns out to be something like that. Here's what was what you thought you saw. This is actually what it was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh but it's that 15%. That's what we live for. That is right. That is yeah. right. You're absolutely right, my friend. Well, Ed, I want to say, man, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing what you did. Honestly, it's been an, an it's been a blessing and it's been just an awesome time. I truly, truly appreciate your time today, man. Thank you. Thank you yeah, for having I, me. I can't I can't thank you enough. You opened my eyes to a whole nother part of the investigation as far as taking pictures. And, and I can't thank you enough for that. That's stuff I never thought about. You know, the chrome or whatever can be on the the handle of your oven or the sink, like like you were saying. You know, just that reflection uh, can make the world a difference. So thank you for for pointing that out. And uh, I'm going to use that going forward. Hope you don't mind. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. That's I mean, how how are we supposed to grow if we don't share information? Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. So, uh, you know, I mean, I know a lot of people keep that stuff secret, you know, that's fine because other people are going to find that out too and share it. And yeah. We'll all be from it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what this is all about. And especially for this podcast, that's what we're all about. We're all about bringing people on, getting people together, sharing evidence, sharing different ideas, theories, because it can only further our evidence and our, our investigations down the line. So, you know, we appreciate your time, Matt, and uh, thank you for coming on. And uh, hopefully you can come on again sometime soon with the team and uh, yeah. some more. Anytime, anytime. Awesome. Well, right before you go, please tell everyone where they can check you guys out at. Uh, right now we have our email uh, system up. It's 
windycity.paranormal at yahoo.com. Awesome. So if the, if we ever have uh, somebody that needs help in the Chicago area or Illinois, we're going to send them to you. That's it. Absolutely. All right. 100%. Well, Ed, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate you. Everyone, check out Windy City Paranormal on all social medias, on Facebook, uh, Twitter, on YouTube. Um, check them out. And, uh, Ed, until next time, man, thank you so much for coming on. Yes. Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you, Ed. Take care, my friend. Yeah, man, that was absolutely awesome. So you know what? He opened up a lot of uh, a lot of questions. I mean, he opened up a lot of yeah. questions for you. I know for for myself. I mean, like I said, I'm still huge skeptical on pictures. Um, that's just me. Um, thank you, Chris. Appreciate you, man. Um, but you know, like I said, I'm open to it, and I'm open to to doing more pictures because obviously I did catch that thing in Montana, and it did intrigue me a lot. And everything that we see on here, I still can't explain that one, man. I, I wish I had it pulled up. It's in my hard drive, but it it's amazing. It it was in the middle of the day, like right when the museum opened. AJ and I were walking the grounds to kind of scope the area out uh, and meet the lady and give her the check for the investigation that night and it was like it was like right at 11 noonish it was in this room is sealed like the doors are locked there's nothing in there and this mist looks like a lady in a nurse's gown from the time that the hospital was there it, it's amazing picture i'll have to bring it up for next episode so. yeah definitely well anyway guys thank you so much for sticking with us we really appreciate you as always, you're watching Talking with the Source. Please follow us on all social media platforms, on YouTube, on all podcast listening platforms, and uh, you know, follow us on the go on Spotify and all that good stuff. So thank you guys so much for watching. Once again, I am AJ Capasso. I'm with John Keyworth of JK47 Paranormal, and we are Talking with the Source. Go Broncos! <laughs> <laughs>